Good evening. Uh, hi. I almost want to kind of do the Alf- <laughs> the Alfred Hitchcock thing. <laughs> that was like a whole bunch of his intros. Like just, yes. Yeah. It's very strange, but I want to do something real quick on on the mic on on here. I want to see what this sounds like when we go back and play this back. Wait, one. Oh yeah, that sounded awesome. <laughs> What's going on, everybody's? Welcome for the first time, or welcome back if you're a return visitor to welcome the Bad Boys Podcast with Mac and Alamo. I am Mac. This handsome. Son of Boricua, or the SOB as I call him. This is Alamo. Yeah. Um, he's uh, the asshat wearer of the duo. So he'll uh, Indeed. he'll show that in, in full full effect here within a short amount of time. So It don't take long. That's your warno. You have been briefed <laughs> as you were. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, glad to see you as always. Um, it's another Friday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And here we are. Uh, doing this little pet project that we call the Battleverse Podcast. If you uh, like what you see, go ahead and like, subscribe, share, hit that notification bell on all the different social media platforms. Check us out. You can check out uh, previous episodes that we've done. Um, all that good stuff. Would you quit breathing into also, the microphone while I'm talking? Also, Damn it, dude. if you like what you God. see, make sure you swipe the right direction. Good God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inhale my monster. Stand by. Indeed. I got about half of it down. We're good. Good. Yeah. I like this new flavor. Like, it's um, it's this is the monster juice. It's called chaotic. It's very tropical. I'm, uh, I'm digging. It. It's not exactly papaya, but it's it's something kind of like mango or some kind of like tropical esque flavor. So I'm all about them tropical flavors. Oh, the uh, the like pipeline the punch flavors. is great. That's got papaya in it. It's really good. This nice. is more like um, I'm having a hard time placing. I was talking about this with a friend of mine, and we couldn't figure out where the hell is. But like I was saying, folks, um, like, scri- subscribe, share, hit that notification button. Um, hit the rumble you know, button if you're on Rumble. Hit the rumble button if you're on Rumble. All that good stuff. We have been doing this. This is uh, our 62nd episode. Ooh, by the way, speaking of, I meant to tell you, bro. Oh, boy. We've got like over 40 views on Rumble for, I believe it was our, I think it was like for, I think it was for our go to sit called damn it episode. And like well over like, I think like 20 or 30 rumbles. It's pretty fucking awesome. I was looking at our views on YouTube, and actually, we actually did pretty good on the Go to Sick Hall one. It's like, all right, unorthodox always works. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, if you're joining us for the first time, we sincerely welcome you to our show, our little pet project. Um, we are just two guys. Two. We're just. I'm just a dude. He's just a dude. We're just two dudes, um, and we abide. Us dudes abide. And if you don't catch a reference on that, shame on you. So um, <laughs> anyway, we have been friends for a long damn time, and we went to high school together. We were in high school together when 9-11 happened. We've stayed friends for all that time. 
Hold that thought. <coughs> Excuse me. Shut your face. I see it. The look on your face. Just shut your damn brain. I can Good job hear keeping you. it in. No. <laughs> Hush. Shut your mouth. Negative. Like I was saying, we've been friends for a long damn time. He pisses me off on the regular, and we do a podcast together, and I hope he spits soda all over his damn computer. You ass that <laughs> wearing it. Indeed. <laughs> all seriousness aside, though, this is my best friend in the whole world, and um, we have this pet project that we do, and we enjoy doing it, and we'll tell you a little bit more about it later. But um, Hell yes. First and foremost, let's give our shout-outs where they're due. We want to give a shout-out to our friend Amelia. She has a uh, small side little hustle that she's got going on. It's called Sassy Girl Apothecary. It's uh, spelled G-U-R-L, sassygirlapothecary.squarespace.com. Um, we both use her products. She makes these handmade um, natural ingredient soaps. They are awesome. They don't feel <laughs> and they don't make you feel like crap. They don't, you know, they make you feel smooth and pampered and um, dude, this is by far, it's, it's like straight up. This is by far one of the best shaving soaps I've ever fucking had. Oh like, yeah. My irritation whenever I shave is like nowhere to be found when I shave with this soap whatsoever. None to quote Eddie Murphy, uh, from Saturday Night Live as Buckwheat. It is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I am a real big fan of the denim and leather scent and Alamo here likes the uh, rum and coffee, which is right up his alley. So yeah. But um, they do. They, she does soap. She does candles. Um, we will bring that up at the end of the show. But also, we just want to just give her some love and uh, help uh, help her, you know, get her business out there and grow and whatnot. Um, and she's hopefully doing the same thing for us. So Amelia, there's your shout out. We love you. Appreciate it. Thanks for opening us up. As always, they also make really good exfoliation bars, like the gray charcoal bars. Yeah, dupe. <laughs> but they also make candles, which is cool too. So and by the way, fellas. There's nothing wrong with your skin feeling silky smooth if you catch my drift. The ladies will love you for it. Hell, I'll love you for it because you feel like a freaking, you know, <laughs> giant walking, talking callus everywhere. Hmm, indeed. Which is okay. Some people like that. But if you don't want to use the soap, she makes candles as well. You want a little bit more of like, you know, something a little bit more manly for the your office or for, you know, this, your living space and stuff. Try the, the denim and leather. It's not overpowering, but it's a nice kind of like masculine type smell. It's not like fruity. And if you're not into that kind of thing, hey, there's something for you. So check it out. Mm -hmm. But that's going to be Sassy Girl, G-U-R-L dot Sassy Girl Apothecary dot Squarespace dot com. We'll put that up at the end of the show again as well. But um, that's our plug for the beginning so let's get into the meat potatoes the meat and potatoes of the show the meat and potatoes hey so if you caught our show last week we discussed captivity and we were talking about how you know not only that meant what that meant for like pow's during vietnam and for the couple of occasions that that kind of took place during global war and terror um how that can be applicable to your daily life as an individual, not necessarily in the military. It can be Absolutely. financial. It can be emotional. It can be the restraints of your job causing you to have be in captivity, all that kind of stuff. So if you uh, want to check. good discussion if you want to check it out. I'd link in the description, by the way. Absolutely. Um, if you want, you go back and check it out. It's on our YouTube channel right now, which has got everything up. 
Um, we are having a couple of issues getting some of the older episodes up. We're working to remedy that, so bear with us. I know we're only at like on episode the, uh, 57. On the audio platforms, yeah. On the audio platforms, so just bear with us. We're trying to get this I'm up. I'm in as... the process of getting the next few episodes back up there. Yeah, we're, we're working to resolve that, so thank you for being patient with us. Sorry. So <laughs> uh, this week we're going to talk about a, a topic which seems pretty simple, but it's also something that, you know, you probably don't necessarily talk about on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of one of those things that's like assumed to be part of your life and whatnot. So um, this week we chose for episode 062, we are going to talk about the subject of responsibility. And not just on the military side, but also on the civilian side. We're going to try to give, you know, some coverage on both sides of the coin, so to speak. So. Let's uh, let's kick the tires and light the fires, as they say. So what is what is responsibility? Responsibility is defined as the state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or of having control over someone. The state or fact of being accountable or to blame for something or the opportunity or ability to act independently and make decisions without authorization. Okay. So let's look at it from the military side first. Okay. Cause this is something that, you know, we obviously can both comment on being veterans ourselves. So responsibility, let's talk about that. So you think about joining the military, you sign up, you know, I think for both of us, and I'm hopefully I'm not speaking too far out of bounds for my good man Alamo here, but you know, after the events of 9/11, we kind of thought like, "Hey, this is the defining moment of our generation. So yep. it is our responsibility to answer that call and serve and do our part and all that kind of stuff." Would you agree or not agree with that? Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, I know for a fact, like I've always felt like I needed to do something more, um, call it, you know, I don't know, like a, like a greater sense of like duty, whatever, you know, I, I always felt like I needed to be responsible for it. He said, he said duty, duty, (laughs) you said duty, um, but, but, um, you know, it really just came down to. My family, my like my sisters, my mom, they were I, I felt like especially because I was the only guy in my household at the time, that it was my responsibility to not only be, you know, a better citizen, but it was my it was my responsibility to do better and 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 do what I can to protect my my family and my community. Yeah. Um oh crap. I forgot to plug something in. Oops. Um, oh, uh, there I there's an adage in there on uh, under our notes. By the way, just just meow. Okay, keep talking for a minute, Alma. I gotta cut the camera off for just a second and plug something in. I'll be right back. So, responsibility, y'all. Um, when it comes to responsibility of you know just. The American warrior, you know, the Marine, Marine, the Army soldier, you know, uh, airman, sailor, whatever, you name it. Um, it's 
it's really something that is kind of ingrained into the military. You're, you're, you're not just responsible for your own actions, but you're responsible for those around you. Um, and that's in a, that's in a very, that's in a, like, not just in a very deep sense, but it's in a very, in a very professional sense. You're responsible for keeping Sorry, your weapons yeah. clean. You're not, nah, no worries. You're responsible what, for, what did I miss? Just talking about responsibility in the military. You're responsible okay. for keeping your weapons clean. You're responsible for watching the back and watching the six of the guys and gals next to you. Did you um, talk about like your basic, basic responsibility? Uh, kind of, sort of. Three things. If you want to touch on it. I don't exactly know what you said because my headphones are disconnected. Be at the right place, at the right time, in the right uniform. If you th- if you want to really break it down to just nitty gritty type stuff, yep. that's that's all it is. Absolutely. I'm sorry about that, dude. I f- forgot to plug in my Ethernet cable. My computer was already getting a little glitchy, and I was like, "Oh no!" I start I said I started noticing you were getting a bit choppy. I was like, "Oh, yeah. like, oh <laughs> so my bad." Um, no, but yeah, so to kind of like double tap what he was talking about. You know, you know, even before that, your 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 responsibility of knowing what is going to be expected of you signing up and putting your name on the dotted line, going down to the MEPS and all that kind of stuff and going Damn through all those, right. poodle, those hurdles and hoops and all that kind of stuff. I just said poodles and I didn't mean to. Um, but then, you know, from Mark, there, Mark. shut up. From there, <laughs> we're yeah. talking about, you know, learning how to be a service member. Your responsibility is to train and familiarize yourself with your new lifestyle. Um, becoming a member of a team, becoming a member of, a flight of a squadron of a platoon of a whatever everybody else calls it, you know, company, a squad, all that kind of shit. Pretty much. And like I, you mentioned as well, just learning how to do your job, um, learning the responsibilities of your job. Like, you know, if you're like for, you know, infantry guys, you're responsible for your weapons maintenance. You're responsible as Colonel for- Moore put it, learn the job of the men above and below you. And teach your job to the men below you. Yes, correct. Absolutely. Um, that's a. Gr- I'm glad you said that. That's a great example of like responsibility and like you know, um, you know the the dissemination of responsibility and duty and damn all right. that kind of stuff. That's a great example of that. I mean, the way they run those things and stuff. Colonel Moore was a wise man. Yeah, it was. And also, um, God rest your soul, what, sir. What was the name of the of the of the the pilot? Too tall or uh, snake shoot. Uh, what was his name? Oh my god, why am I forgetting it? Uh, he was a major, oh. he was a captain. I forget, yeah. That. And he won the Medal of Honor, too. You figured out he was, he was name. awarded the Medal of Honor, yeah, yeah. Um, damn, keep talking. I don't know, I'm, draw, I'm drawing a blank on me. Are you, you, are you looking for it? I'm looking it up, uh, yeah, man. Uh, re- like the responsibility you have in the military. I mean, think about it. Think about it this way. It's kind of all encompassing, right? You know, specifically because you're, 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 you know, you're a group of young adults learning how to uh, kind of get to, you found it. Yeah. Nice. Ma- Major Bruce Crandall. 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 Yeah. Dog at Crandall. When he was uh, when he was awarded the Medal of Honor, he was uh, he retired a colonel. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
and uh the amount of flights i think the amount of flights he uh, he did over a hundred or no uh he he flew 22 missions in a bell huey helicopter in enemy fire let me finish reading click on the link to evacuate more than 70 wounded and bring ammunition supplies to u.s forces by the end of vietnam war he had flown more than 900 combat missions retired from the army Mm -hmm. as a lieutenant colonel but I do believe he had he had docked like more than a hundred plus hours. I think is what it was, or some shit like that. Like yeah, just yeah. in one, like in, just in one mission, or some shit like that. Okay, so okay, so he retired. Um, he retired in 1977. His final army assignment was he was senior engineer advisor to the California Army. National Guard. He was originally an, an engineer officer. He was just uh, helicopter pilot rated. Uh, in 77, he retired from the Army as a light colonel. Nice. Here's the interesting thing. Crandall was promoted to full colonel on April 15, 2010, more than 30 years after retiring from the Army in recognition of his accomplishments and receiving the Medal of Honor. The ceremony Damn. was held at the Army, a- Army Aviation Association Convention in Fort Worth, Texas. He attended in June 24, 2013, unveiling the Medal of Honor recipient Leroy Petri's statue in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah, he's done a lot of cool stuff. So he's nice. a master aviator. He's got four distinguished flying crosses. He's got, holy crap. I'm looking at his awards and decorations here. 23 air medals. He has the numerals 23 on air medals. He has 23 different air medals. Damn. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's so anyway, is what it is. Let's, let's get back on track here. So, but yeah, um, and you you bring up a very interesting point too, talking about Crandall and all those guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, not only do you have a responsibility to learning your job, your equipment, you know, upkeeping your stuff. Like it says in the Ranger Creed too. It's like you know my neatness of dress and the care of my equipment so set me apart from. And I know I'm paraphrasing this. I'm not trying to recite it verbatim. Not trying to slaughter it, guys. So don't don't. I'm not don't trying kill to us. butcher this stuff either. So like just hold off yeah. before you come at me with that noise. I mean, yeah. you'd be, you'd, if I was doing it maliciously, you'd be right to. I'm not. Yeah. Simmer simmer down that. Simmer down that. Anyway, but like they say that in the Ranger Creed, it's like it's, you know, my care for my equipment will set me apart from others. And that's absolutely right. So Mm -hmm. but also, you know, the responsibility to your unit, your peers, the people below you, your subordinates and your leadership, you have responsibility to be the best soldier or employer or whatnot. Well, in this case, military, we're talking about, you know, service member, you have the 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 responsibility of being the best service member you can. So that way your leadership can properly utilize you not only for the mission accomplishment for, but just also for, um, you know, further tasking in the future and stuff. So that's going to be especially crucial, but another yeah, right. aspect of military, which is equally important. And I think kind of underlooked is our responsibility. Me talking about me and Alamo here is our responsibility to, the kids and the the younger folks that came after us, you know? So I've told this story several times and I'll tell it again. Um, When I was working in retail with this guy here um, and our good buddy, John and all these guys, we all used to work together. We'll talk about that later. Um, 
I had a guy come up to me and we just opened up this retail business. It was a firearms retailer in Tampa. And um, this guy comes in, older gentleman, and he's, he's rocking a cool, like, gray Manchu mustache. And uh, you could just, you could kind of tell he was about the right age to be a Vietnam vet and all that kind of stuff. So on his belt, he had a little leather flapped phone case because this was before smartphones. Everybody's still rocking a flip phone most times. Mm-hmm. And he had the old school um, Eagle Rising insignia for warrant officers. And I was like, oh, okay. So I see him. I'm like, he's like, how's it going? I'm like, what's going on, Chief? He goes, how the hell did you know that? And I'm like, I saw your Eagle on your phone case. He goes, oh, good eye. Most guys don't ever notice that. I'm like, well, I mean, that they still use that. I'm in the Army, so. He goes, oh, okay. But getting to know this gentleman, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember his name, and that's and I feel bad about that, but. I was talking to him and just getting to know him a little bit. He's like, you know, he, he was in fact a Vietnam vet. He was a, he was a helicopter pilot. He was a warrant officer and stuff. And he's like, you know, we want to make sure what you guys are going through. You guys don't have happened to you. What happened to us get spit yeah. on and called baby killer and all this bullshit. Like, no, no, no. That's our job to make sure you don't go through that kind of shit. And like, that was just such a profound moment to me. It's just like, they're taking on this duty so to speak this you know responsibility to say listen these guys are going over here for something good it's not politicized it's not all this you know crap from washington all this other stuff like leave all that shit by the side of the road they're over there doing a job let's treat them accordingly so i kind of have adopted that to my own self it's like anybody that comes after me it's like okay you know we're going to try to give you the same respect given and just make sure you understand it. Like, Hey, you know, we want you guys to go through and, and have all the, the perks and benefits. You know, I can't say how many times we had like cool stuff going on just because of, um, you know, the time that we were in, you know, GWAT, you know, we always had, you know, Toby Keith song, you know, courtesy of the red, white, and blue, or, you know, you know, all that kind of stuff playing American soldier, all those, all those songs that were very, definitive of the time and this and that and all those things like, that were very murica at the time murica exactly so but yeah all those different things are gonna are gonna have responsibility so i found a, a decent article that i'm gonna read for you guys real quick um this is actually from indeed.com from i believe it's from out of california it's why is responsibility important at work and they had updated this um on 5 january of this year so I'm going to try to get through this without stumbling over my words too much and all that kind of stuff. So responsibility is a valuable trait that helps individuals excel in several areas of their lives. It ensures that they take ownership of their duties and that they care for those around them. I swear, I think we just said that. If you want to enhance your professional satisfaction and make yourself a better candidate for advancement, it might be helpful to learn more about responsibility and its advantages. In this article, we define professional responsibility, explain why responsibility is important, and list some tips for increasing and demonstrating responsibility in the workplace. What is professional responsibility? Professional responsibility is the act of taking ownership of your work performance and striving to meet the demands of your position. Depending on your career, this could include a variety of things, including following company policies, completing all your duties in a timely way, remaining punctual, and taking accountability for your actions. Responsible individuals also accept leadership roles and provide support for their coworkers. Responsibility 
is a valuable attitude that can make you more valuable in the workplace and help advance your career. So why is responsibility important? A couple of reasons why. Helps in career advancement. If you're passionate about advancing into senior or leadership roles, responsibility can be an essential asset. When looking for management and leadership candidates, companies often seek individuals who take accountability and strive for excellence in their job performance. Responsibility can help you foster these traits and can make you a more attractive candidate for high-level positions. Demonstrates good character. Uh, responsibility is a good way to demonstrate your character and approach to work. If you respect your coworkers and value your job, taking responsibility for your tasks and accountability for your mistakes is a great way to show it. This can mean, excuse me, this can make you a more valuable part of your team and make you may make you eligible for advancement. Improves workplace relationships. For a workplace team to operate efficiently, it's vital for every member to take their work seriously and support their coworkers. Taking responsibility for your tasks can show your coworkers that you value them and prioritize the projects you share. This respect can lead to stronger relationships in the workplace and can improve work satisfaction for you and your colleagues. I'm just going to kind of read a couple of other um, bullet points of this article because it's, it's a little bit on the longer side. So mm. um, uh, it talks also about achieving responsibility in your career, like being aware, building relationships. I'll read that one. Concern for your coworkers and the needs of your employer is an important part of professional responsibility in the military. Duh. Okay, you do want to have a professional responsibility for your coworkers, your guys under you, your squad mates, your guys in your platoon, company, all that kind of stuff. It's often easier to take on more responsibility if you care about positive outcomes and want to help those around you. If you experience indifference about your work, try to build better relationships with your coworkers and supervisors. Okay, so let's let's put a pin in that for just a second. We've all had that one supervisor, that one first line supervisor, team leader. You're just, you know, if you're a team leader, you've got your squad leader who's just a pain in the dick. Okay. What they're saying is right. Howsoever, it would behoove somebody to get their head out of their fourth point of contact so that they may foster better relationships with their superiors. Catch my drift? Cool. Moving along. So, this can give you a greater investment in the common goals of the company and may make it easier to take on responsibilities. Strong relationships also lead to greater trust. Hallelujah. I'm glad they said that. This is essential if you want to build a good reputation and demonstrate your readiness for advancement. If you're already in a leadership role, trust can help you lead your team more effectively and accomplish better outcomes. Yes. Okay. Um, being resilient is also important. Taking responsibility can sometimes be challenging and may involve tough decisions. In some cases, you may have to prioritize your tasks or your coworkers over your personal preferences. When this happens, it's important to build your resilience and perseverance. And then demonstrating integrity. This is one of the other ones that I really wanted to mention. Don't question my integrity. I feel like I should know where that's from, and I feel bad that I don't. What is that from? That's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> People with integrity follow a strict set of values, no matter what the situation is. Even when decisions are difficult, their coworkers can expect them to follow their ethical code. 
Try to demonstrate integrity in your work and avoid compromising. Even when faced with tough decisions, you can create greater trust between you and your coworkers. Sorry, and foster your sense of responsibility. Okay, so some just kind of briefly, we're going to talk about some tips they have. So we have being punctual, accept and volunteer for tasks. Okay, again, putting a pin in it. Mm-hmm. Want to be careful what you volunteer for in the military. Correct. Like, oh, I need volunteer. Hey, you're going to scrub by hand a hundred yards of asphalt in the heat in the summer in full multicam uniform. I was going to say with full gear on. Yeah. yeah. Full battle rattle. Capiche? All right. Accept and volunteer for tasks. Be careful what you volunteer for. Making hard decisions, as Amen helped talked about a minute ago, helping and motivating others, fostering a positive attitude. Okay, that's very, very, very important. Okay, so those are kind of like some things you can do to kind of help out with that stuff. Now, there's another article that uh, Alamo found here, which I'm pulling up right now. The responsibility of soldiers. Here we go. So, oh wow, this is this is okay. So yeah. What is a soldier? Soldiers are members of the U.S. Army. Okay, we all know that. At all mm-hmm. times, soldiers must behave in ways that demonstrate adherence to the U.S. Army's seven core values. Lo- loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. These admirable values serve soldiers well throughout their lifetime. That's true because I still stick to those, and I was taught those so many years ago. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and it just kind of breaks down like all the different stuff, but they also have... A lot of ads. That's really not a whole lot on here. So, okay. But yeah. Um, Yeah. Soldiers. Soldiers in the army shoulder the responsibility of protecting themselves, each other, United States from domestic terrorists and foreign enemies. Soldiers may hold many types of jobs. There's over 150 career options. Yeah. That's good, but, you know, we'll kind of get the gist of that. So, um, but yeah, like I was saying, you know, responsibility goes a lot of different ways in the military. I mean, you have responsibility to be right place, right time, right uniform, looking out for damn right. Learning your job as well as you can. I mean, being infantry guys, we were, you know, encouraged to look over. If we didn't have a copy, we were encouraged to acquire a copy of the FM seven dash eight, which is the infantry rifle platoon squad, which is now called something else. And it's like, sorry, in my time, it was a seven dash eight. That's what I'm going to always call it is a seven dash fucking eight. So I'm going to leave that alone. Um, but yeah, so we were encouraged to learn that as best we could learn all of the different ins and outs of our job, this and that and the other, um, just to be a better soldier, a better infantryman at our job and whatnot. So now, Looking at the civilian side of things, okay? What are our responsibilities as a civilian person or independent or just a fuck as, ton? Uh, <laughs> he speaks words. This is uh, yeah. Elmo the caveman. A fuck ton. <laughs> I gotta eat my pre workout. Damn right. Freaking pre workout. I snort that shit. Sit over here. He's sitting over here, freaking just blah, showing off his deltoid over here. <laughs> Fuck tricep. I don't know. I'm, I failed anatomy, so whatever. You did. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> so what are some what are some responsibilities to yourself? Well, as an individual, I probably should label that a little bit differently on our notes. But Number one, health. 
Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Can take that's, care of yourself. That's very important. Yes. So we'll get to that because this is something I kind of want to hit on last, but all good. You know, responsibility to your family. You know, you, Alamo can tell you, he's got two boys. I've got a daughter. Like our responsibility is to give our kids every chance to succeed, be there to pick up the pieces when they do fail, try to incur, invoke a good learning teachable moment and, you know, just be there to support them as long as we can until they go off into being adults. And it's just like, okay, I'm still here. I'm just not immediately available because you might not live with me anymore. You might be out of college, off on your own, married kids, all that kind of shit. So damn whatever. right. But also, and that brings up another good point too, your family being your spouse, your loved ones, somebody you're dating, you have responsibility to them as well. Um, obviously, that gets a little bit more cemented as you enter into like holy matrimony. You know what I'm saying? But Rare. in a similar fashion, like we talked about with the military, at your job, you have, you have a responsibility to doing your job to the best of your ability, to your supervisors, to your boss, customers if you have customers in your type of field um you know alamo works in retail we both worked in retail at one point um we were in you know one specific department of the business that we worked in so we saw a ass ton of customers on a daily freaking basis um because that, we were the fastest ones the well, fastest yeah. moving people we were just good at what we did so it's like, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we also had a lot of responsibilities of like maintenance. We had responsibilities of customer service, you know, troubleshooting. Hey, why am I waiting so long? Well, sir, you know, we're popular. We're good at what we do. This is a limited facility. We only have so many lanes available. So, yeah, appreciate your patience. We don't expect it, but we appreciate it kind of shit. So basically, um, yeah, um, this is one that I've been thinking about a lot, too. Um, your subordinates underlings as well so the people underneath you like new guys coming on the job um if you're like a a crew leader or like a shift manager or you know kind of like i imagine kind of like um um folks that work for the for uh police departments or sheriff's offices or something like that you know as a supervisor you have all of the other officers and deputies below you you know, you're there to call when they request a supervisor, you're there for them, but you're also there to make sure that they're doing their job the best way fit, fit the professional contact, um, dealing with the, the, the populace in a, in a healthy, constructive way that doesn't bring discredit upon your guys, but just also to enforce the laws as well. And, you know, that's hard enough without getting into, you know, the personalities of other people, especially when they're doing, you know, up to no good, doing some bad shit. So. Is what it is. But another aspect of that too is like, you know, I look at it like this, you know, you have the responsibility of like, let's say like a teacher to a student, they have the responsibility of trying to impart their knowledge from themselves onto their, to their students, um, trying to get them to, Hey, we're going to teach you about something. We want you to learn this so you can move on to the next grade. And then, Hey, you're out in fifth grade. Now you're going to middle school. You're done with middle school. Now you're going to high school. Now you're starting to get ready for school, for college, for, you know, graduating all this kind of stuff. Or like myself as a therapist, I have a responsibility to the clients that I see, not only to make sure that I'm, you know, being the most professional I can be. Um, but also just to make sure that I keep them safe and keep myself safe and go home in one piece. 
just mm-hmm. to make sure like there's not a lot of like you know other crap that gets in the way if if something were to happen it's my job first and foremost just to make sure that i remain with them and keep them safe and give them the help and the therapy the therapeutic value of what i can offer so yep what right. all did you want to what all did you want to add to that there dude i know i've been sitting here rambling for like 20 minutes well no i mean i, I, I as a husband and a father you know what i mean it, it's kind of like I see it like this, you know, you have a responsibility, you know, for any of you get for any of our listeners and, you know, viewers that are, you know, you know, married and, 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 you know, have kids, you know, I'm, I'm kind of just going to harp on it just a little bit, you know, and expand on a little bit more on what Mac, you know, covered was, you know, you have a responsibility to, you know, take care of yourself so that you could take care of your family. So you could take care of others, man. Um, that's why, you know, making sure that you maintain your health, make both, you know, both physical and mental. You know, that's what we stress here at the Battle Bros podcast. You know what I mean? We stress mental and physical health. Like you, you, you can do no greater good than making sure that. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to put, I'm going to go out on a limb, I'm going on a limb and say this. You, you need to be selfish sometimes. You do. I will In, second that. Yes. You, there are you, times when you have a responsibility to be a little bit selfish to yourself and right. we'll kind of delve into that a little bit further, but I do agree with that. You know, you need to be a little bit selfish. Like you can't stretch yourself thin giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving to everybody because before you, before you notice or before you know it, you'll have stretched yourself too thin. And then what? How are you going to help your family then? How are you going to help your kids? How are you going to help your wife? How how much more are you going to be able to give them when you've already stretched yourself? You know, you stretch yourself as, so uh, thin, and then you have that. Oh shit! I'm kind of in the in the middle of it here. So. Or how is it how uh, how is it that Bilbo Baggins said it in the in the Lord of the Rings? Like butter spread across too much bread. Um. You know, it, I wasn't sure where you were going with that, but that was actually spot on. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll roll with that <laughs> shit. Let's go. So, like, you know, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, I mean, sorry, we're, we're fucking nerds. So we do nerd fucking references. Um, but speak for yourself, gay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? You, you and have if anybody's. To learn- if anybody's curious about what Alamo was talking about, we actually did uh, an episode a while back. I think it was episode stand by, episode zero uh, four seven, where we talked about yeah. being selfish versus selfish, selfish and why selfish isn't always a bad thing. Right? You know, like, um, like, uh, like Alamo talked about. You know, sometimes you kind of have to do what you need to do for yourself, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, hey. Rock on with your bad self. Yep. So, the but yeah, absolutely. The responsive. So to kind of since we're since we you know brought that up, let's just go ahead and get into it. Like like you said, the responsibility to yourself. I mean, and that's what something a lot of guys in the military have to learn the hard way. It's like yeah, if you're not looking out for yourself. Who the fuck is gonna? You know, it's yeah. like there's a lot of times where like you need to make sure you cover your six and make sure that you have copies of all your important records, promotions, um, 40, you know, any, uh, anything favorable. Nobody else is going to do it for you. 
get copies of all your 4187 forms, you know, uh, get copies of your promotion certificates, get copies of your correspondence, um, any type of medical stuff, profiles, injuries, line of duty type stuff. All of that shit comes into play later on. I mean, you got to take care of yourself. And that's what a lot of guys think. Oh, I'm in the army, the military. They're going to take care of me. Eh, wrong. Yeah. No, you are wrong, mister. The military loves you until they don't. I mean, and that's not us trying to sound like we're bitter. It's just cold, hard facts. Like you serve a purpose when you're no longer a cog in that machine. When you are a member of the military, you are going to replace that cog and put a new one in there that doesn't squeak. (laughs) United States military property. You are a tool in the proverbial toolbox to get a job done. And when you've lost your usefulness, you are replaced. Thank you. What do you do with a broken e-tool? You DX it. You directly exchange it. What do you do with a fucked up rucksack? You DX it. What do you do with a guy who's no longer able to ruck and broke dick. able to shoot and broke dick? You DX them. And that's kind of something you have to realize. So it's your responsibility to look out for yourself. Whether you're in the military, whether you're not. I mean, yep. um, there's like one of the things I'm doing to be responsible for me is I'm just trying to practice better self-care and better, you know, yep. just not health care, but better self-care because yep. there's just times like you, you have to make sure that you take the time for yourself. I mean, I'm looking at these people and I was like, why do they take so many trips? And now that I'm like, you know, I, I work a lot. Now, and you I, know, now I'm just like. Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like a dumbass for not doing that more. So, it's it's very important, you know. I uh, somebody I know was telling me that they had um, something going on where they thought they were kind of ill or sick with something, so they went and they did one of these telehealth appointments. And the physician was like, "Oh, you probably have this going on." They gave them some type of uh, prescription for meds and whatnot. Well, they ended up having a not so great reaction to the medication and they were just like what the fuck Mm. so they were telling me they were like you know they were talking to the doctor and the doctor was like why didn't you come in instead of doing the telehealth appointment and they were like i didn't want to miss work and the doctor so i'm not taking sides with this doctor but they were like well i guess you know better now don't you I get what you were trying to say, but you don't have to wear the prick suit when you say it. So, correcto mundo. But I mean, but and even that person, they're like, I know now, I need to take the time and take care of me. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's, I'm glad you told me that story. That's very applicable for, for what we're talking about tonight. So, but yeah, responsibility comes in many ways, shapes, or form. You have a responsibility to make sure your car's registered. You have a responsibility to do all this other stuff. You have a responsibility to. You know, pay rent, pay utilities, right. all this other kind of junk. So what else did you want to add to that there, dude? No, no. And it just, you know, in, in the, the, the long short of this is, you know, <coughs> I mean, I think I don't think I, I mean, I don't think like after I say what I'm going to say, I, pre- I don't think we really need to add much more to this. But like, I mean, the long short of this is, is man, like, you know responsibility is all encompassing man like you 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 really have to focus on 
you know, in all honesty, it's, it's really about focusing on the present, you know, damn the future, damn the past. Like you focus on what you got to do right now. You know what I mean? It, what are, what, you know, what is, ha- what is going on right now? What do we have to take care of? What has to be, you know, what has to be done, you know, taking care of yourself, you know, physically, mentally, fucking you know taking a fucking mental health day which is a fucking thing no matter how much you want to fucking think it isn't and if you got um, haters out there that are getting on you for taking a mental health day to, you know just treat them like that you they don't chew big red so you can say hey fuck you think you of them and and if and hey at the end of the day you know guess what people come and go in our lives dude Call it, you know, fate, call it the grace of God, call it, you know, God, you know, the, the universe telling you, hey, this guy's not good for you. Whatever to the quote, fuck it is. To quote a line from your lovely wife, change your circle, change, change your life, your life. And sometimes and you choose and sometimes it's chosen for you. Correct. Exactly. You know, and that's, I mean, really about it, man. Just take care of your, take care of your mind, take care of your body, take care of your health. And I think the last thing I, I would like to say on that is like, I would guess, you know, if we had to kind of put ourselves in one big happy hunky dory global family community and stuff, our responsibility is to the next generation, you know, correct, leaving a place better for them, whether that's, you know, sociopolitical, whether it's, you know, in, from the environmentalistic standpoint, um, you name it. I mean, it's just things change. You, so a lot of times people don't think about the impact. Now you can't walk around thinking about that all the time, but at the same time yeah. you do have to kind of think like, what am I doing to set up the future for, you know, for success? How am I, how am I leaving, you know, leaving it a little bit better than I found it for the next guy that comes here. So you have an obligation now to do the right thing to set up what can be right for the generations to come. That's what I, that's how I would say that. I kind of always, you know, when I think about responsibility, I think about a quote from Edmund Burke, which is, um, it's also displayed before the credits at the end of the movie Tears from the Sun, which is a Bruce Willis movie. It's a great, mm. great military movie. And it's not just movie. a military movie, movie, but it also talks about like personal conflict and, you know, your personal values and your beliefs and your ethos and all that kind of stuff. And the quote goes like this. It says, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. nothing. Yeah. So they are taking the responsibility upon themselves to make sure that bad men don't do bad Bad stuff. Exactly. So a lot to think about there. I mean, you can go and argue and discuss this and, and delve into this topic for days or weeks or months on time. If you were in a thing, oh, dude, I, I honest to God, I think we'd be able to drag this into like a fucking three hour conversation and it would be an out fucking standing conversation. But, uh, yeah. right. We also have responsibility <laughs> to not be on here all night. Correct. To our families. He's got two boys. I've got a daughter. So yeah, yeah. we got responsibility to not be up all night. Kiss yeah. the kids and walk. Daddy, I need a drink of water. <laughs> I'm on the show. Anyway, so, yeah, I mean, if we don't have anything else to add, that's our talk on responsibility, why it's important. Um, 
you know, and we can kind of the, we can parlay this into one other quick thing that we're going to talk about here when we're closing out the show and stuff. But Alamo is going to kind of figure out what I'm talking about. But yeah, I mean, responsibility. It's just one of those things. It's not really talked about a whole lot unless you're into something, a field yeah. or some type of uh, career where that's very very prevalent. You know, whether it's first responder, mill. Go ahead. I also think no. Well, I mean, I also I agree with you. I think it also comes down to just people are just afraid to kind of. There's a it, little bit of I, I would say it, there's a little bit of a non-committal people the nowadays. wrong way. You know what I mean? Like because it's like it's like you know well oh well we have responsibility. You, know, you don't want to sound like you're preaching, but at the same time you don't want to feel like you're kind of talking down to people. Which you could be you. Could, uh, hey, look, I mean, look at us. We have the best intentions in the world with this, and it might come off as talking down to you. Which I mean, not, not what we're going for. No, nah, not what we're going for, but at the same time, fucking girl pair. Um, you... <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, come on, like it... so all the ladies down there, all, all, wow, the ladies down, all the ladies out there. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you can't let's grow down not, there, let's I mean, not, you know, get ourselves me too, there, pal. I mean, listen, <laughs> girl pair doesn't mean. Physically, it just means yeah. mentally, attitudinally, yeah. fortitudinally, grow up here, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's our chat on responsibility. Um, hopefully, you kind of liked it. If you have comments, please feel free to leave comments whenever you see this, whether it's on the audio apps or our YouTube channel when we watch this, and all this or when you go back and watch this, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can always comment. Feel free to give feedback. Um, if you thought this was absolute trash, tell us that because we have a responsibility to listen to you for a half a second ago. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <clears throat> so if you haven't been on our show before, we got started a while back. Um, Alamo and I used to work with a guy named John. John was a great dude. Used to work with him at that place we talked about, the firearms retailer. Um, just made work a lot of fun. You know, just the jokes and the good times and whatnot. So we we kind of we all left there. It was a lot of good times. Oh. <laughs> I'm surprised that we didn't get in more trouble with HR, and that we yeah. didn't get fired. Like mm-hmm. that to me is astonishing. Yeah, because we've done some <laughs> stuff there. We're just like. How did, how did we not get in trouble? Like, I mean, the people seriously? loved us, but I mean, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we all left there. We kind of went our own ways. We fell out of touch with John. Well, Alamo and I were working. Um, were um, doing an event for his lovely wife Tish. If you haven't heard of it before, check out uh, a channel called Flipside Mentorship. Um, they're doing great things over there for kids and for people in general. Check it out. It's called Flipside Mentorship. You won't, you won't be disappointed. Hey, there we go. Flipsidementorship.com. There we go. So, um, we worked an event for, uh, for her a couple years ago. And then Alamo called me up and he's like, dude, we need to get the band back together. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, bro. Like, let's do this stuff. I'm like, all right. So I was like, what did you want to do? All this kind of stuff. He's like, do we do a podcast? And I was like, I don't know shit about a podcast, dude. What? What? How? How can we do that? And he goes, "Bro, they put a monkey in fucking space. How hard can it be?" And I was just like, "That's a very valid point, sir." 
<laughs> okay, yeah. So we kind of thought about it. Well, about this time, um, I found out from somebody that knew John that John uh, unfortunately uh, took his life. He tried to solve a temporary problem with a permit solution, and that never works. So I called yeah. up Alamo, and I was like, hey, dude, did you hear about John? He goes, no, I need to call him. His birthday's coming up. I said, it's not going to matter. John's gone. And to me, that was very much an epiphany. I was like, the podcast, I'm in. Let's do this. This is a sign. This is what we got to do. So in developing this podcast and our brand, so to speak, of the Battle Bros podcast, um, we came up with the Battle Bros Code. And what the Battle Bros Code is, is it's four easy things you can remember to keep yourself here so you don't fall into that trap of going down that dark path with no exit no turnaround and there's only one way out and that's to injure yourself kill yourself or something like that we don't want you to do that so we came up with the bros code and what the bros code is is just four easy steps to just keep you from going down that road so the it's easy to remember b-r-o-s spelling out bros obviously so the first one is b be tenacious um no matter what you do in life, do it to the fullest that you can. Like we talked about in our show tonight, responsibility. You have a responsibility to your kids to be the best parent you can be. Um, does everybody live up to that? Not always. And we're not here to say that that's wrong or that that's it's unfortunate. You know, everybody has things that happen. We are all a work in progress, bro. Everybody's a work in progress. Absolutely. Um, but no matter what you do, do it to the fullest. Um, John was pretty tenacious when he would sit there and sell case ammo, and it was the funniest shit you've ever seen. He's like, bro, why buy a box when you can buy a case? That's like a thousand rounds. And they would just be like, yeah. He he literally, he, he was like a redneck magician. It's just he like, was like a redneck Jedi, man. Like uh, yeah. This guy would just be like, you want to buy a case like, of ammo? Damn, I want to buy a case of freaking of, ammo, man. Instead of, instead of this, it was... That's it. That's, that's his little <laughs> Jedi hand trick there. Jeez, that was his was... Jedi hand trick. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, he was tenacious because he went out there and he would just sell stuff and they'd be like, I'm good at selling ammo, apparently. Who knew? <laughs> you know? But um, no matter what you choose to do in life, whether it's being a soldier, whether it's being a service member, a parent, um, a first responder, a teacher, you know, therapist do it to the best of your ability be tenacious enough to try to do excel at what you do um no matter what that is do it to the utmost of your ability be tenacious r refuse to surrender there's going to be times in life where things don't work out the way they're supposed to you get sidetracked you get turned around you get lost in the woods like a brand new lieutenant on the land of course shit happens about a bye about a bye I don't know why you said it in that accent, but it's like, it just makes so much sense. But a bye over there, but a bye, Hennessy got lost in the woods on the fucking land nap course. Can you believe this guy? Brand Listen, new to the unit. Fucking but a bye, O'Shaughnessy. Okay. Fucking but a bye, O'Shaughnessy. Whoa, whoa, that's what got lost. Okay. Let's, let's not make, okay. It's bad enough he's a lieutenant. Does he have to be Irish too? Like, go fuck <laughs> Seriously, O'Shaughnessy? Kiss my ass. <laughs> like we were talking about. Even though Alamo keeps interrupting me while I'm talking about this, I'm going to refuse to surrender to the fact that he's trying to get me 
off topic, off subject, and just all flustered and all stuff. I'll just sit there and go, I wish this guy would shut up. Anyway, so we're back talking about <laughs> refusing to surrender. So, yeah, you know, sometimes you get knocked down in the dirt, you get mud in your face. Sometimes you got to pick yourself up by your bootstrap, your drop strap, your bra strap, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Pick yourself up and keep going. Don't stop trying to hit that goal, that objective, that, you know, hitting that X, that OBJ. Um, don't ever quit is basically what that means. Refuse to surrender. Oh, obliterate your obstacles. Sometimes in the process of refusing to surrender, you come across obstacles. Okay, what do you do with it? Oh, no, I'm just going to see you stare at the wall. Mm-hmm. Wrong answer. Go around it. Go under it. Go over it. Sometimes, if you can't do that, you might have to detour out to the woods for about 100 yards and keep going another way. Sometimes, if you work with the right kind of guys, you might have some C4s in Bangalore. <gasps> Reach that shit. Yeah. Awesome. If you've never seen that done, war chubby. Fucking war yeah. chubby. Sometimes you can do like this guy. You're going to back a striker into that shit and make a fucking striker sized hole in something. It's like, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Awesome. But regardless of what happens, obliterate your obstacles. Keep moving forward. Keep moving on. Trying to hit that goal, that task, that mission, you know, completion point, that OBJ, whatever the case may be. Obliterate your obstacles. Last and most importantly, S, seek out help in a time of need, okay? Like we said with John, unfortunately, there were some demons involved there that he had, and he chose to solve a temporary problem with a permanent solution, and that's, that's, that's never a good answer. There's so many people that suffer because of that, people left behind, um, friends, family, you name it. So if you ever feel yourself going down that road, reach out to somebody, okay? It's okay to say, hey, I'm in a shitty spot. I'm a little bit fuckered. I need some help. And not to mention, like we talked about in this episode, remember who you're responsible for. Because you're not doing it and not leaving anybody behind. Right. You're always leaving somebody behind. We have assumed the responsibility of taking on this podcast because of guys like John. Because we want to make sure that their story is told. We want to make sure that further future people don't go down the same route. Would it be great if we didn't have this podcast and John was still with us? Absolutely. Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. John is right. no longer with us. And that's a travesty because he was a good dude. He's a guy worth knowing. He was a funny fucker. He was just a guy that was full of life. And he was just hilarious. He was a good dude to be around. But I digress. Say bye. Allergies are kicking my ass right now. Um, bite my ass, Alamo. Okay, just bite my ass. I had to. <clears throat> sorry. He was waiting to make the damn usual joke reference that he makes when I sneeze because he just saw the movie about it. He's like, "You were in the movie. You sneeze. <laughs> you took a mushroom. He sneezed real big. He sneezed bigger because he took a mushroom." Anyway, whether it's when it, when it comes to reaching out to somebody, whether it's somebody you served with, whether it's a family member, whether it's a loved one, whether it's you know a trustworthy coworker, a, a, a friend of somebody, you know, whoever you can count on to reach out to them and just say, "Hey, I'm in a bad place. I need some help." Okay, yeah. the biggest thing you can do is just lend an ear and let them let them talk to you. Try to be there for them. I mean, the biggest gift we can give somebody is time. I have a very good friend of mine, and. You know, they, I was just said, Hey, I was thinking about you the other day. I just want to drop a line, see how you're doing. And they responded back by saying, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you so much for your friendship. You've always given, just given me an ear and great advice. And I appreciate and I love you for that. I'm like, 
love you too. Absolutely. Giving your time to somebody is the best way you can give somebody the help that they need. Give them some time, let them vent their problems, all that kind of shit. That's right. In the event you don't have somebody that kind of fits that bill or fits that description, there are resources out there. The biggest resource that we push and that we uh, talk about is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, That's 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. Or if the last four digits, you can spell out the word talk, T-A-L-K. Um, you can also dial 988. Again, that's 988. Um, but the cool about that, they added that last, the three-digit prefix, I believe, midway through last year. But you can also text that. If you can't talk on the phone, I mean, let's face it, we live in a society where we text a lot of stuff. You can text. They have people there 24-7. You tell them, like, hey, I need some help. I need to talk to somebody, like, right now. Um, there's no shame in saying you need help that stigma needs to be broken. Like, Oh, I need help. Oh, suck it up. Tough it out. Hey, naysayer. Fuck off. Get bent. Yeah. Eat a bag of dicks. Get gone. Okay. Bitches. Somebody needs help. Exactly. Bitches. Somebody needs help. You get them help. And that's what you do. It's our responsibility to our fellow man, not only to our fellow man, but for us, our fellow veterans. Um, we are such a small group of people in society, you know, in, for the global war on terrorism, less than 1% of people serve in the global war on terrorism. So think about that. Um, These are people that deserve to have their story told that need to have help when help is needed by them. So, you know, just remember that there are people out there that need help. So our responsibility is to those people, to people like John, to make sure that what happened to John doesn't happen to everybody else. Just like with the story of the Vietnam vet I told you. You know, we want to make sure what doesn't what happened to us doesn't happen to you. Guess what? We're in the same boat. So you have a story that needs to be told. You deserve to be here, and it's our responsibility to keep your ass around. Okay? So if you can remember those four things, be tenacious, refuse to surrender, obliterate your obstacles, and seek out help in a time of need, you have a pretty good chance of, of doing okay. And that's what we're here to do. We want to stop this number right here, the 22 a day. That number of su- uh, military service members that, or veterans that commit suicide, that's too much. 22 is a large number, but when you know one of those people, Alamo knows, I believe, five. I know yeah. one. And John it sucks when one you can put a face to that, to one of those numbers. It just hurts that much worse. So please yeah. help us in our responsibility to push it forward, um, to pass it along and, put, and, and to pay it forward so we would appreciate your help in that matter but anyway alamo is going to talk about all the social media stuff and close us out here so we can get the hell out of here and get you guys all to bed because we're already over the hour mark but yeah here's his piece hit it my dude so if you would like to catch us on any other platform uh if you'd like to catch us over on the social medias you can do that on facebook.com slash battle bros dot podcast you can also do that on the insta at battles bros um, battles bros battle bros battle pros war poems battle yeah, bros yeah battle bros underscore podcast you can also do that that's an awesome idea oh well I, mean, I just hit the word you can also do that at <laughs> battle bros pc how does it uh, feel oh fucker uh, okay, battle bros pc flustered. on the twitter 
Um, also, if you want to go ahead and instant message <laughs> us on any one of those platforms, you can do that. And typically we will go ahead and message you back within a 24 hour period. If you feel more comfortable sending, sending us something a little bit more personal, a little bit more private, you can do that over on the goo goo at battle bros, PC at gmail.com. The goo goo mail. That's right. The goo goo mail. Um, and if you're watching us here on Did the YouTube, just become a thing. Yes, it did. Did we just make that a thing? Goo-goo. Um, so <laughs> um, if you're watching us over here on the YouTube and you would like to see us over on another platform, uh, you can do that over on rumble.com. Just search all one word, Battle Bros, and it'll take us take you directly to our channel, and you can hit the Rumble button, and you can give us a... Some positive rumbles, not some negative ones. I've seen some negative, but I'm not going to comment on that one. What have they um, said in the negative stuff? I'm curious. I have not seen nothing, these. just negative rumbles. I'm not sure what the idea was for it, but we've got negative rumbles. And uh, like, hey, you guys suck. The guy with the, the white guy with the large head is scaring children. It's possible. It's okay. possible. That's fair. I'm, I mean, um, it's not that I haven't heard before. So. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, definitely give us a follow over there on the Rumble. Uh, it is a platform that uh, I believe is growing very well. Um, it is also a platform that I believe, you know, has a lot of has a lot of potential. So, uh, you know, every episode that we do here on the YouTube is going to be uploaded automatically directly to Rumble. Um, so if you if you prefer if you have that, uh, if you have Rumble as a you know, video option of choice, go ahead and go over to the rumble and search us and give us a, give us a, give us a rumble and a view right over there. Um, also you can catch us on pretty much any audio platform, um, uh, that is available. If you like hot, if you like iHeartRadio, if you like Spotify, if you like, uh, Amazon music, audible, all that good stuff, you can catch us on those platforms as well. Um, our list of audio platforms that we are being expanded to is growing. So it's so freaking nuts how many platforms we're on now. Um, the fact that like and, you can and, go on YouTube and like search our podcast and you see our mugs up there, you're just like, oh fuck, yeah. that's there forever. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> First episodes were cringe. Let's just put it that way. <sighs> We're yeah. sorry. We haven't exactly worked ourselves into our personalities on air. So oh, yeah, which is we, we hadn't done now. that yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sitting there like this, the first episode, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember like one of those little cat clocks with the I eyes. I remember. <laughs> um, Jesus, it's terrible. But hey, yeah, we've well, gotten better. We've grown. Damn right. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and catch us over here on all of those platforms. Um, again, iHeartRadio has been, I, I'm going to be honest, it seems like, uh, especially whenever I check out the data, it seems like it's been... Uh, the analytics. Yeah, it seems like it's been actually the, probably the most popular one ever since we got uploaded onto that one. So, uh, hey, yeah, if you like well, listening... Also, to the, the fact, too, you know, we've had some issues with the last couple of shows, so once we get that yeah. resolved and hopefully get, you know, the, the no last worries, shows folks. up there, I think that, that'll help, so... Yeah, no worries, folks. I will have those episodes uploaded very soon very soon you know but again you know like we've said in the past the viewers like we were looking at this stuff a while back and it's like we have it's probably i would say 1200 views now on youtube and it's like 
that's crazy. We just yeah. put together a show. We're just two damn dudes talking about dudes talking about other dudes. We're the dudes talking about the dudes playing <laughs> hoping, the other dudes. I was hoping you would catch that reference. Yeah, <laughs> we're just talking about vet issues and lifestyles and all this other yeah. stuff. And like for us to have twelve hundred views, it's like dope. That's cool. <laughs> Nothing is important though as saving one person from making that that untimely choice to solve a temporary problem with perma solution. That's the Absolutely. number you know that that matters most. You know, if we get more views, great. Hopefully we can spread this message of understanding and, and saving others and love and respect to our fellow veterans out there to other people. Oh, Just wow. remember it's not always about us. It's it's never about us. It's about us telling a message that somebody else might need to hear or somebody else hears it and they pass it along to the person that really needs to hear it. And then it's like, okay, cool. I was going to kill myself. And then I saw these two guys talking about some real shit. And at first I watched just because, you know, the Hispanic looking dude is good looking. He's got a nice haircut, clean shave with that, you know, lovely soap from Sassy girl apothecary and yeah. help him not have razor burn. And the other guy, you know, he's just got a large nugget. So, and they look kind of, he looked kind of goofy and, and strange and abnormal. But then I listened to their message and hey, it was actually something worth hearing. So I decided not to kill myself. There's a lot of things in there that are a little bit of a stretch. You know, a little bit. About some of the details. But if somebody comes up to us and says, hey man, I was going to kill myself. And then I watched and I heard your show and I stopped for a minute and I thought about what I was doing. Maybe I even laughed a little bit. That to me would be just the greatest sense of accomplishment. That, that honest to God would be one of the best compliments I think we've yeah. ever gotten. That's just the God's honest fucking truth. I'm proud of a lot of things in my life, like having a daughter who is just absolutely wonderful. She is the light of my life, you know, my serving my country, your boys. I just, by the way, I saw that video of, of, uh, of your oldest getting baptized, man. That was awesome. Hell that was yeah. Good stuff. I know <laughs> you saw you get a little bit teary eyed and emotional there too. I was like, Oh buddy. <laughs> but um, I, I held it together. Kind of. You, you did a good job. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things I've been proud of, you know, when I, when I got my blue cord pinned on, when I went over to Afghanistan and did my part and all that kind of stuff, but to save somebody from not, you know, hitting the off switch permanently. Yeah. That'd be, that would be amazing. So and that's why we say share the show, man, share the freaking hell out of it. Cause that's pay it forward, pass it along. Yeah, it's honestly the best way we could get the message out there, and it's probably the best thing we could probably do for, I mean, uh, hey, sometimes the message isn't just for you. Sometimes the message may not even be for you. It could be set for friend, family member, you know, platoon buddy. You're a link in the emotional Pony Express chain. You pass it along, you pass it along, and somebody gets the letter they need to get, and it's a message from us. Correct. That's what it's all about. So just Absolutely. remember, folks. Remember the four tenets of the Battle Bros Code. Be tenacious. Refuse to surrender. Obliterate your obstacles. Seek out help in a time of need. If you can do those four things, you should be okay. Damn right. Thank you so much for listening or watching our uh, episode 062 on responsibility. Um, we are going to keep trying to do our very best, as always, to bring... A good message, a positive message, or something that you know might need to be said to the folks that need to hear it. 
Damn right. Our responsibility is to the veterans of our generation and other generations and to remember John and to help other people not make the same choices that he made to take himself away from others. So correct on that note, again, thank you for stopping in to listen to our chat. We appreciate your listenership or viewership of our show. Um, hopefully you dug it and we'll come back and check us out again. Just remember to check out our social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Google Plus, your sister, like, share, 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 like, share, 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 like, share, 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 share. I'm plagiarizing there, Vic, senior, senior Vic, uh, the comedian that I fought. There's a comedian on um, uh, Facebook. His name is Vic DiBetetto. He's from like New Jersey. He's like, hey, what do you hear? What do you say about YouTube, Facebook, Google Plus, your sister, says Pony Express? <laughs> and he just goes through all this, and it's, and it's great. I love that dude. Or but, Uncle um, Joey, aka Joey Diaz. Oh, it's tremendous. Another great comic. But again, um, if you like what you saw, please remember to hit that um, like, subscribe, and share, and hit the notification bell. Remember to pay this, um, pay it forward, pass it along. Um, You never know who this message is going to help. So we would appreciate your help and helping us help others. Right. I know that's redundant. It makes sense in my head. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. I just took a monster before the show started. So I'm caffeine and personality and lack of sleep. So anyway, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll hope to see you down the road soon. This has been episode 62 entitled responsibility 062 entitled responsibility of the battle bros podcast with Mac and Alamo on behalf of my co-host Alamo. My name is Mac. Thank you so much for stopping by. We love you. We appreciate you and we will see you down the road. Battle Bros out. Carry on. <laughs>